you are listening to the Cigar Noise Boys. When the sun shine, we shine together. Told you I'll be here forever. Rihanna umbrella. Yeah, that was quick. Dude, I'm terrible at this. It's a National Umbrella Day. Is it really? It is. Do you guys own an umbrella? The the umbrella man? I don't right now, which is totally fascinating because I was thinking about how I need an umbrella. And you know what people use umbrellas for too, which is not common stateside? It's pretty common in Nicaragua. Yeah, some. Like you just see people walking down the street with an umbrella on a sunny day. To, aren't know, those um, what parasails or something? Is there a different name? They might do, you know, in a like Ethiopia, version. they have a fancy, I think that's the name because they're like really decorative, just made for the sun. They're not made for the rain, I think also. That's cool. Uh, speaking of Nicaragua, man, oh, I miss it so much. I got to get down there, but. Dude, tell me about it. Unless you want to fake some paperwork out of Miami and get down there like a lot of people are doing. You know, it's, it's, yeah. It's quite the challenge. I'm really jealous of your setup right now. I feel like I need like a real mic and. Well, hey. Okay. Everybody knows. Wait, My man. My man Dom is is killing it with the wood background too. So, oh, yeah. and the he's holding this mic like a gangster. <laughs> nice, you framed it. Mm-hmm. Or did they send that to you framed, or you framed it? I fr- I framed it. Nice. Uh, I got three of them in my house. I got one in the kitchen, one in the dining room, and one in the smoke room. You have cigar uh, posters in your kitchen? Yeah, I'm a fucking bachelor. I'm an OG. What can I say? Dude, Look at this is. Wait a second. This is my kitchen. Hold on a second. This is my kitchen right now. All right, all right. <laughs> Dom, you'll get t- there someday. I don't think we have any art in my kitchen currently. He's got. And you want to see the kicker of my kitchen? Is well, the the curtains. They were in here when I I moved Yeah, that could here. be I, upgraded. Look at what I had. Did they say? Uh, they they say lasagna, spaghetti. Um, I live in Little Italy, so the landlord had them on here, so I had to keep them. But anyway. Did it, uh, a, did it come with a matching a, apron? No, that's the only thing I kept. I wish I had a matching apron. Chef's that kiss. Is a, that's a tobacco. You ever see that? That's a uh, tobacco plant. That's an old uh, lithograph of a tobacco oh, plant from like the 1800s. Framed nice. with flowers. That's dope. In my kitchen. So my kitchen is. It's legit. It's going down. Did and then you? I got my Wenche mask. These Wenche masks are what I took to my first trade show in 2015. I had about 30 of them. It was every character from the Wenche dance. These were made out of wood by one of the oldest mask makers in Nicaragua. So when I found this mask maker, I walked into the house for the first time unannounced. I asked some people where, you know, where's one of the best mass makers. And they said, go by the cemetery, take two, two and a half blocks to the north. And then you get to, so I went, showed up. There's an old man in a wheelchair 
95. He was four generations of mask makers in Nicaragua. And they were carving masks and they brought heads of state to their house because the Wednesday is you know, recognized by UNESCO as a cultural masterpiece of the world heritage. So they would bring, you know, the government would actually bring people to their house. So I had to get the government to sign off on all of the masks to leave the country. And then I made three five foot hand, all out of wood statues of the Wednesday. That was our first trade show. That's that's dope. I thought you were gonna I say saved like three of them. I thought you were gonna say it's kind of like Kill Bill when the um they make a uh, a sword like the guy's retired and you bring him out of retirement to make you mask for your first trade show. Kind of like that. Kind of like that. Hold on, I got to show you something cool because I have this. This is one of the masks in its pure state without being painted yet. Dude, that's I mean these these are no joke, dude. What's up? Like the craftsmanship. What's that? What uh what kind of wood is it? Um I have the name of it. I can find it. It's uh to be honest with you, I forgot the name of it off the top of my head. But I might be able to find it while we're on. I actually have a picture of the wood and the whole name because I had to and that was part of getting it out of the country. I had to have everything signed off on. Looks like pine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you just look at wood and tell? No, isn't that like it's the cheapest wood? Awesome. It's like particle board? No, no particle. Because most of them are made, like, if you go into the touristy areas or, like, regular gift shops in Nicaragua, they're made out of, like, paper mache. Mm. But, like, the wood ones are the real, I mean, there's some awesome awesome detail in it this one wasn't even finished i'm jealous I he's got a, i just loved it in it's pure state I he's got I a regal stash like it would, that would be the mask you use on like uh when you purge you know after like the covid's done they're gonna lift the restrictions and we can all go out I there just, and commit crime for one 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 day one day i might just make that as my covid mask i, I think i'm gonna finish <laughs> carving the mouth and just wear this thing that would be awesome Right? Would be. Yeah. Then nobody can get on my case for that. No, it's oh, mask wear. Oh, okay. Quick question. What's everybody smoking here? I'm smoking Tabernacle, Havana Seed, uh, Robusto. Don't I just popped open up a, ba a box and I'm smoking these and I suggest you smoke them or get them because they're going to be very hard to find very soon. They're going to say, get them get or get out. Get them or get out. Yep. What are you guys smoking? Uh, I'm smoking grasshopper barber pole. Oh, nice. Yep. You're going in. I'm smoking oh, yeah. the number 22, 21 cigar of the year, the High Clear Castle. Nice, Victorian. Maduro, Victorian. Nice. Awesome. Uh, Churchill size. I forgot what size one. Oh, you, you went uh, Toro, but you know. Toro? Churchill's always. Churchill's no, Churchill. no, that's the Chir No, I know, but the Toro got 20. Oh, uh, my bad, 20. my bad. Yeah. But and the Churchill's always the sleeper, man. Yeah, the. Um, you know, 48 ring. 
Yeah, the distance there. My buddy Ace loves the uh, uh, Way Wednesday uh, Lancer, uh, Churchill. And then I have a uh, tabernacle um, that came in the chest from, what, three or four years ago? It's got to be uh, at least three. Yeah, and then I have a Wise Man Maduro, which I probably, won't, I probably won't get now. to. Nice. Uh, so awesome. we had a, a topic brought up last podcast from Rudy. I think it was pegged for you, Nick. Uh, he said you would know something about lobster bibs. Is that an inside joke or is that just uh, – I mean, that's <laughs> lobster bibs? Yeah, I forget what the context was because like, Tyler was, was calling overalls bibs for some reason. I think it's a Wisconsin thing. And yeah, and then Rudy was saying, "Well, Nick would know because he's from Connecticut." And yeah, I seafood. mean, you guys. Oh, do you eat lobster out there where you're at? I mean, we got red lobster here, but that's about yeah, it. Red lobster. When you eat red lobster, they don't serve it with a bib. Uh, if you get I think a they whole do. lobster, you always get the bib. I mean, the bib is crucial. You get the whole lobster. You get a big dish of butter. You get your corn on the cob. And you got to have the lobster bib. I mean, the lobster bib is the whole experience. Otherwise, you got lobster all over you. I mean, it's a. It, uh, I it makes sense. I'm all for. You got to crack it. That, you got to get in there. You got to get gritty if you want to get that meat out. How that, deep do you go? How deep do I go? Do you eat every morsel? Like, is there any part of the lobster you won't uh, source you, for my, meat? My dad is a master, um, and he. The the small legs, yeah, those are the real experts. I mm. I am now actually I have my plan for next summer is to is to really get in because I watched a Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay, he's got a great like how to remove the lobster meat, mm. and he just freaking kills it. Highly suggested if you want to eat. Lo- I mean, so I've actually just watched that recently, and I'm like, man. I got to catch up to my dad. Look at this character. It's cold out here. Uh, it's cold outside. It's always warm in the smoking room. I got the fireplace going. You guys want to get a little, get the fireplace Tyler, going. Tyler, I mean, let's, I mean, let's I thought, address. I thought we were interviewing Nick here. I didn't know we were oh, getting, you know, Tyler's crib tour here. I, this seems like a pure hangout session right now. Um, <laughs> let, let's, address some, let's, let's address something while we got Nate in the room. Let's get this out of the way. I communicate with Nate to get my man Tyler some goods for hooking me up with some great pipe tobaccos that I am really eternally grateful for you, Tyler. Yeah. And it seems like Nate had a little trouble following through. Uh, not that not that he's busy trying to fulfill orders all day and like, you know, he's basically, you know. He's working the show, but he's I working mean, for geez. the hottest company in the biz right now. I mean, give the guy, I mean, he needs this two phones. Excuse? Is this his excuse? So then Melillo has to go and take everything into his own hands and really, you know, which it, it's, it's the way it should have been done for initially. I really appreciate it, Tyler. I mean, I, I'm a big, you know, I've been smoking a pipe almost every day in, in remembrance of my grandfather. So it's a nice, it's a nice treat to uh, have all that good stuff. Well, so I got another I package it. coming for uh, you guys. Well, it's going to Nate, and if he wants to share with you. Yeah, hook um, Nate up because Nate hasn't been – Nate's been, been kind of dry over there. Nah, Nate, I'm, about to this is the, I'm 
Just my ashtray. Is that the hair? Wow, your hair is long, right? Damn, oh, look yeah, at that. Man, I thought that was just like a fur jacket you're wearing. I, I, I haven't. Go- <laughs> no, well, I got the Sherpa fleece going too. Mm. Solid. Nice. Since uh, last February, it's been a good year. Plus, since at least the unveiling of the mullet. Okay. But now it's just, it's not, it's not in good shape right now. Here's mine in all of its glory. Cooking good. Butterscotch Bay Bruce. <laughs> yeah, nice. I wear your, I wear a foundation hat six days a week. Tyler, that was. You a see what I hooked him up with, Nate? I, I got him the, I got him the 2016 hat. I've never even yeah, seen it before. I thought I it was had, a new I, one. That's how old. Had, that's how rare it was. I had literally, I had literally five left. Do you have the orange one, Tyler? I no, he doesn't have the orange. That one. I think that was the original. Original. No, no, that's the original. The orange came was? next. And then the rainbow. The rainbow different ones. nice. I have that one too. But the the yeah. one you're wearing now, Nick, I like a lot. Um but you like know, I, I'm not I, I can't wear the flat brim myself. It's it's a tough one for me. So yeah. I just like the um you know the stock the quality of those um the ones that we currently the the green and red. Really great for winter time too, as far as Christmas colors and like holiday <laughs> colors. Um Festive. But yeah, we we definitely had to get the curve for any ones. I mean, you got to get the curve going on. Um, Nate, what are you firing up? Lancero? Purple Who's Rain. Them? Purple Rain? Yeah. All right. It's a big show. Which one's that? Is Purple that like the Opus? That's some new limited Opus that had come out. They go for like 150 there. bucks a piece now. Look at this guy. Oh, He's unbelievable. Oh, nice. He's He's, he's like baller status now, so he's like. I know a few people in the biz. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, so what do we got going on here? What are we doing? Let's talk about this uh, this firecracker you got coming out. Oh, man. I don't know if I can even talk about this thing right now. What do you want to know about it? I'm going to um, have to light, light one up. Whoa, whoa. You, oh, my Lord. Okay. Uh, <laughs> So did you tweak the blend at all? Listen, the, the, the blend is tweaked usually per, per size, right? And especially a size like that. It's not, it's not a common size for, you know, that I'm normally accustomed to smoking um, just from my personal preference. But yeah, because of the size, the blend definitely needs to be tweaked, right? Um, in every change of ring gauge, you know, you can take the proportions and you can keep them exactly the same, or you can also tweak the blend according to kind of how you want them, because it all depends, right? Um, so it is it is a tweak blend, but it's Wise Man Madura. But it's it's got a little bit more of an oomph to it. Okay. So a uh, little bit more, I think, along the Menelik lines. I'm stoked that uh, uh, United's going to open that up to um, other accounts too. So we carry um, United cigars now, so we'll be able to get a few boxes of it. Awesome. So I'm stoked about that. Yeah, that's cool that yeah. more people get to try it. Yeah, I mean those guys are good guys. Um, you know, Nate's known those guys. I've known those guys, and um, you know, thought it was a cool project. It's going to be. Uh, I think it's just a you know one and done project too. So get them while they 
get them while they get good. I think we're looking boxes. at, yeah, the cigars are actually aging right now, but I think we're looking at May. So they're going to have some really nice age on them before they're actually shipped out. So, yeah. Hey, Nick, I noticed you, uh, you're wearing a JRE shirt. Um, <laughs> so as far as celebs go, uh, you have That's my boy. Joe Rogan, Danny okay, Daniels. Um, is Elon Musk next? Dude, I don't know. I don't know if I can. I don't know I don't how know you go. Hang uh, with that guy. I don't know, man. Joe Rogan's a you know, big the, deal. Rogan, yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty. Uh, still can't really believe it. Um, you know, our Foundation Ashtray has been sitting in the middle of the podcast studio since September 11th. That was the first episode. I didn't re- even realize it until maybe a week or two later, I was, as I was working, had the podcast in the background. I looked up at one moment. And because the ashtray was being hidden by water bottles for a bunch of, I think, episodes, but I literally traced it back to the first episode, which was September 11th. And I, you know, like a week later, I looked up and I said, son of a bitch, there's, that's our ashtray. And then I saw the cutter on the table. And then election day, he did a special podcast and he whipped out, uh, we did two hand painted boxes um my art director thief that's his that's his code name alex uh, alex painted two boxes we did one of his logo and then i talked to alex t- to kind of do something something a little bit more funky and, and make joe more like a uh, nicaraguan shaman <laughs> so we painted those two boxes and uh election day he whipped out the box of the one with his logo and they were smoking, it was Wiseman Maduro Robustos. And that was election day. And then, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, man, he just, um, he actually slid into my DMs. Okay. Uh, one night I was sitting there uh, chilling and I see a message on Instagram from Joe Rogan. I was like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. And he was just thanking me for the boxes and whatnot and asked me, uh, he was talking about uh, humidor, and and I had a humidor all set to go. So if you see it on the podcast, there's this beautiful um, American flag humidor on on the desk, and then he's got the hand painted box, and he gave us like three shout outs, man, just like totally unsolicited, and just yeah. Are you gonna Are you gonna get on the pod? You think, dude? I think that's a, a real long shot. I mean, that guy's got. You know, imagine he's the most popular uh, podcast in the world and just has access to well, he's so many second. great people. Is he? Who's, who's one? You guys? Yeah, we are. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to insult you guys. No, no, no. But I mean... Um, yo, Mark, what's up? I think Brian Hayes is in the building here. Shouting out the Facebook characters. Yeah. Um, yeah, what did you think about that? Isn't that awesome? That is awesome. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, he, he's a big name. Um, I I really I've been a don't Rogan fan for for a long time, man. Like, I I'll listen to his podcast when I'm uh, taking a trip to visit my folks because that's about three hours. Yeah, I think Dom's more excited about Danny Daniels though than uh. Oh yeah, Joe he's Rogan, definitely yeah. more excited. He's a hardcore <laughs> smoker, dude. I don't know if you can handle that, Dom. 
So is Nate. Who? <laughs> um, <clears throat> Danny's so, been super cool. You know, Danny, again, totally unsolicited. She, I met her in passing at a Nat Sherman event. Um, actually, yeah, a couple years ago, I think. And didn't realize she was, didn't know who she was. Uh, met her and her husband. Super cool people. Totally down to earth big cigar smoker. Um, then I started seeing my Instagram, you know, one day, uh, follower, 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 follower. I'm like, where the hell is all these followers coming from? And then I found, you know, a story post that she had posted coming out of the shower in a towel <laughs> saying that she had just gotten done smoking cigars with her mother. So I guess her mother was a big cigar smoker. She's been a big. They weren't big smoking the cigars in the shower. No, it was after they. I guess they had been hanging out, and then she like forgot to post while they were smoking. Actually, smoking the cigars and forgot. Yeah, okay. Just coming out of the shower, and um, she's just been a real again, totally unsolicited, just like for the love of of cigars. You know, never asked me for a nickel or anything man like and it's just been totally about foundation so i might have to reenact that i might have to come out of the shower no, and please call. don't don't do that <laughs> too bad we, we couldn't get a tiktok going for you of that situation yeah, yeah i wish i had the original video uh yeah. so next question what is one word that you guys would like to delete from the cigar industry that's whole uh, be Tola. <laughs> uh, nub tool. Uh, uh, I choose Vitola. You don't like Vitola? Why? No, I, love, I love Vitola. Vitola. <laughs> I love Vitola. I'm just kidding. I just, uh, yeah. I don't know. Puro. Well, Why? What's wrong I with love that? Puro. I love Puro. Puro. Because I asked uh, Nick a question and he jumped down my throat. <laughs> I didn't. Wait, what it, happened? It jumped on or down? Down, both. Um, Wait, who jumped down? Who's throat? I missed that. You got on me because I asked you a question. And I asked you, when I think of Puro, I think of a cigar with all tobacco from one country. Mm -hmm. And you right. said, no, that's uh, Spanish for cigar. No, it's, yes, technically... You are correct. Okay. But in Nicaragua, puro is cigar. So it doesn't necessarily need to be a, you know, a cigar that has all the same tobacco um, from one country of origin. So technically, yeah, you're, I mean, if you get down to it, but anywhere you go, they don't say really cigarros in Nicaragua. To, you know, some people might say tobaccos, but puro cigar. That's, when we use the word cigar, people in Nicaragua use puro. Mm. Right? Uh, my word was going to be thirds. Because does it, like I don't understand how... The first third? <laughs> yeah, well, it's always thirds. I'm not sure why. Like, regardless of size and Vitola, <laughs> it doesn't, that doesn't make much sense to me. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? No, you didn't, you're not relating? Um... Vitola, you're just trying to sound too, 
you're over, you're doing too much. And a lot of people do that with cigars. You're doing too well, much with the stuff. It's a little much because I, I mean, I come from, you know, working in Nicaragua, you use Vitola. Of course, that means size. But when you're talking Vitola amongst the guys, I think it's a bit much maybe for new cigar smokers. You know what I mean? Like it's a little too, it can kind of drive or, you know, if you use Vitola for, I think a lot of the common smoker, they were like, what the, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, you know what I mean? For cigar, guys like you guys or guys that are more into it, I totally well, get it. Us three, not Dom. Yeah. <laughs> right. I got, a, I got a Facebook question here I'm reading. Nick in Connecticut, do you know anyone that might have some discounted money makers lying around? Brian, oh. Brian, first of all, discounted. I love how you say that. Discontinued. discontinued. No. Oh, is it disc? Oh, discontinued. I thought you said discounted. Sorry, my eyes are bad, uh, Brian. Great question. I don't know. And Moneymaker, I actually went to high school with the grandson of Moneymaker. Uh, God rest his soul. His name is Steve Graves. Um, he is actually one of the guys I used to really hang out with in when I was a senior in high school and we used to hang out and camp and he used to bring me money makers all the time. I'm really saddened that these, these guys kind of um, didn't continue making cigars in New Haven. I actually live pretty close to where the factory is uh, the original moneymaker factory, which still has, so the company that made Moneymaker is called FD Grave and Son. So if you go not too far from where I live, you can still see it on the top of the building. It says FD Grave and Son, and I think it says 1890-something. Um, unfortunately, I don't know who might have some Moneymakers. I mean, this, was he just looking in Connecticut or in general? In general, I'm sure he would maybe want to track some of those down. I'd say maybe CT Valley Tobacconist does just because – yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, try Connecticut Valley Tobacconist. That's a good call, Nate. Tyler, do you know what uh, a moneymaker is on Urban Dictionary, the definition? Shake your money, make it like somebody going to... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Somebody about to pay, pay you. Uh, that well, ludicrous? Nick, you were talking... No, yeah, that is yeah. ludicrous. Um, you were talking about how uh, you couldn't see earlier. Nate, you're getting up there in age. How's your vision been lately? Well, I tell you what, since I got these blue light glasses for Christmas, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I think I've gone back to having 2010 vision. Mm. A lot of carrots, too. We got mm. Franklin Pauly in the house. Actually, Anybody know Franklin Pauly? What up, brother? Nate, you got to get a croquis. No, you're good. No, hey. Croquis for my blue light glasses. I use croquis for my everyday glasses. <laughs> So what were we talking about? Words that we want eliminated from the industry? Yeah, just one you word. Got, you got third. What's what's um, Tyler's? He said oh. nub tool. Is it the nub word tool? or just the idea of it? The thing itself. I don't think I've even heard of the word nub. I it's mean, like, nub I've heard of, but tool, nub tool. I mean, yeah. is that which is it like a roach? Like, yeah, you can use yeah. like you know, like the Zycar yeah. scissors here. You can, you know. Right when you get down to the end, just pop it on there so you can really get your money's worth. Okay. That last that last centimeter is, is the best. That last, just that last third. <laughs> that last third. 
Yeah. The last third of that Vitola really <laughs> needs a good nub tool. There we go. Now we're getting it. We're doing it. Now we're getting good. All right. What else you got, Dom? Uh, real quick. I know Dom's out. got the questions, man. Yeah. Well, half are not cigar related. So, <laughs> okay. I like that. Um, shout out to our sponsor, real quick Cigar Noise. Dave West, Fierce Leader. Check out what he's doing with Small Batch Cigar. He does all the writing for uh... Dave. What up, man? Where's Dave at? I haven't talked to him. I think I owed him some like video and I totally dropped the ball. <laughs> you yeah, dropping the ball? Like, no way. This was like probably like 10 months ago. He, uh, Sorry, he Dave. Was Sorry, I'm interrupting your sponsorship. He's back in the States? No, you're good. Yeah, but I think he's going to be shipping back out um, this month. I got, I sure I got the pleasure of meeting him. It was great. We hung hey, out hey, a little you bit. You made a trip up to the office. Yeah, it was, it was a fun time. We shared El Pollo Guapo together. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I got to get some of that pizza out there, guys. Ooh, pizza capital of the world. I saw that. Is that Portnoy that said that? Yeah, but it's yeah. also just fact. New Haven is where pizza, Connecticut, people don't understand. You know, people don't understand. Cigar tobacco, <laughs> pizza, and we got ballers in Connecticut, you know? Connecticut gets mis, mis kind of identified for the western, southwestern part of the state, you know, like Greenwich, kind of the areas where all the New Yorkers kind of go and where all the kind of banking, you know, they, they all kind of congregate there in the southwestern part of the state. And this is what people think of Connecticut. It's, a, it's not a great perception. It's kind of prejudice. You got to come really experience Connecticut. Yeah, you know, yeah. the shoreline. Yeah. Yale New Haven tour by Nick Malillo is Dude. really something everybody should experience. <laughs> it's right. I mean, it, it's a great tour, man. If you want to see some, some historic buildings, I only charge, you know, about $100 a tour, man. Into what, a make half hour tour? It's about a half. No, hour. it's a good. That's all. It, it, oh, it was no, good. no. I, I mean, it's a really Next. mediocre tour, but I, you know, I love New Haven. You know, home of Yale. Yale has got some really amazing gems that are just, you know, here: museums, buildings, secret societies. We got it all happening in New Haven, um, and a lot of, you know, really interesting people pass through because of the university, um, you know, you could be sitting over at the Owl Shop in New Haven, Connecticut, smoking a cigar, and you might meet some people that were working on the Particle Collider in, in Switzerland. That's pretty cool. You know, different kind of weird stuff like that. So, Connecticut's where the ballers are. Yep. I mean, baller dude, brand. It's, dude, there's, it's, a, it's really a farming state, right? Unless you're, you're in the city, you know, along the coast. Once you start going north out of, you know, away from the coast, farms, man. You know, a lot of farms. Very rural. Let's hear it. And it's beautiful. My neck of the woods for it. Great tree diversity. Let me tell you something. The tree diversity here is just unbelievable. Tell us about the trees. Tell us a little bit more. I, I don't know. What, you know, it's not my expertise. Charter but, yeah, Oak. Charter Oak. Yeah. You know, Charter Oak. Charter Oak was this real, really interesting looking um, oak tree that was said to be hundreds of years old that the 
you know, indigenous people here uh, valued as a very, you know, sacred tree. And then as time went on, there was a king that granted Connecticut colony some unprecedented rights. And then that king died. This was before 1776. The next king came back and was like, oh, no, you can't have all those rights. And then he was trying to take them back. So they hid the charter within the tree, you know, to sort of protect themselves. That's the, the legend of, I, I think it's actually not a legend. It's actually a historical fact that they did hide it there. And the tree ended up actually getting blown over in a hurricane in the late 1800s. But all of the state um, seats are actually made out of, they use the wood from the tree to make all of the, um, the seating in the, in the state capitol and the main. Under the roof of solid there. gold. Under the roof of solid um, gold. Combined, how many pairs of Ugg boots do you guys have? Oh, I see that. Uh, I don't know. I never had Ugg yeah, boots. Yeah, see, it, not Ugg boots. If you phrased it at, like bean boots, LL bean duck boots, you know, mm -hmm. that's, that's a bit more of a trendy New England thing. Or maybe it's everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. But they, they are based in Maine, and everybody has a pair. Nick, we got your buddy uh, Ben Pearson. He popped Who's in ben for a second. Oh, Ben Pearson's in here? Yeah. Yo, what up, Ben? And then uh, Cigar ben Hustler, Mike. Stefan oh, Kavich. I was going to say, who is this guy that's called Mike Skizapinowski? All right, I'm Nick, you ready kidding. for our, our, our next segment here? Oh, Tron? You know Tron. Is this the real Tron? This is Roman yes, Tron. Yes, Yo, what's Some up, guy. Tron? How you oh, doing, brother? Nice hat. Thanks. Looking fresh. Uh, if you remember, Looking Tron's fresh. the one who unfortunately bought the box of L.O. Wednesday that had about three years of age on him. Does someone look Tron's like that? Oh, did you <laughs> did you smoke through all of them? He gave me one. No, I did not. How are they yet. smoking? Are they smoking good? Phenomenal. Awesome. Awesome, man. So, Glad you got Tron's jumping on to do our segment here. It's the uh, fucked up fact of the week. Oh, this and, is great. Yeah. So, all right, Tron, take it away. So, does everybody like tattoos here? I know that. Tyler likes somebody's a. Uh, I don't have them, but I I I appreciate the art. I don't think yeah. anybody in here has any. No. Oh wait, Nate, you have some. I He's don't. getting a face Eventually. tattoo next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, my fact of the week is to do with tattoos. So, when you pass away or a loved one passes away and they have a tattoo. Um, there is a company out of Cleveland, Ohio called Save My Ink Forever. And there's a couple things that have to go along with this. Um, first, you have to find a funeral home to agree to do this. <laughs> and it's all around a gray, like a gray area. I could get deeper into that, Bob. Bring that for another uh, podcast segment. segment. Yeah. So basically what happens is if you want to preserve a loved one's tattoo, the funeral home can actually surgically remove the tattoo, send it to Come save on. my ink forever. Get the hell they'll out of here. It. Yep. They'll preserve it and then frame it. And then you can actually put it up on the wall. 
There's a market for that. Yeah, you just have to preserve that. Yeah, you just have some flesh hanging up on your wall. Yeah, basically they have <laughs> grandma's moneymaker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they say it's a proprietary process, but it's just basically. I don't want to sound rude or anything, but you're basically tanning the skin. Well, right okay. here we have Grandpa's urn, and next to Grandpa's urn we have Grandma's tramp stamp over here. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, come on, that's too much. That is pretty funny. And uh, Nick, <laughs> in case you were wondering, uh, we are looking for a sponsor for the segment. So, <laughs> oh, you are? Oh yeah, this is a great. Nobody's one. jumped on it yet. Uh, I can't. I don't know why. So I, yeah, I endorse it. <laughs> Tron, that was a great one. <laughs> Thank you. Nice. Now I'm gonna get a tattoo just so I can, I can do this. And we can the hang tattoo it up is and, gonna be. Yeah, we can preserve your tattoo gonna, in the archives. It's gonna Put be it in my the oak face. Tree. That's my tattoo. Yeah. Is gonna be my face. So then they can, they can all hang it up above the the fireplace. Yeah. I mean, a lot of uh, a lot of good tattoos are works of art, you know. Dude, in, in stents in a theory. Yeah, there's some amazing, amazing tattoos. Um, yeah, Jack's got a great one of a uh, Camacho scorpion on his uh, lower back. Really? Have you yeah. ever seen Matt Booth's back tattoo before? That thing is incredible. No. Yeah, that's oh dope. Oh my god! Yeah, it goes right to like his whole his whole back down to his gluteus maximus uh it's like one of those i don't know i I'm, I'm not too i hope i don't butcher it but it's some sort of you ever see these japanese style tattoos i think it's called just like, style is that what it's called i think so yeah unbelievable if i was to get a tattoo i'd get something like that style nate you know what i mean tyler i'm gonna have to reach out to matt booth uh since i'm getting the guests on now oh yeah the next. <laughs> Sending out yeah. professional emails. Mm -hmm. That's how yeah, we do. You guys are really, you guys really are stepping it up here. I mean, it's, it's pretty. We're just hoping you get our name right one of these times. Cigar boys, noise. Yeah, uh, Tron. Do you have any questions for Nick or anything? Um, not off the top of my head. I'm sorry. Anything, Tron. Anything. Nothing. It doesn't have to be about cigars. I mean, as long as it's not inappropriate. Um, More so than the uh, the the nipple belt and skin lampshade. <laughs> yeah, that stuff is off limits. That's really off limits. Okay, but, just checking. You know. Yeah. Oh God. Don't oh, worry yeah. about it, Tron. <laughs> Whenever it's I hear Tron. the word tr Tron, I think of Dave Chappelle's character Tron when he plays Tron. You never saw that one? No, I saw one I didn't no. see. Um, yeah, I saw it. I, I had to have seen that one a long time ago, though. It's the one, the reparations one. Oh, where oh yeah. This guy Tron became the world's richest man because he he won in the dice game for like nine hours straight. <laughs> and they go to the reporter live on the street. We're here live with a man called the world's richest man. His name is Tron. How did you become the world's richest man? Hot hand in the dice game, baby doll. Like clickety, clickety, clack. Sorry. Clack, clack, motherfucker. Yeah. Great shit. 
All right, Tron, thank you again. We will see Tron, you next week. You. Yep, for sure. See you guys. Right, man. Be safe, Tron. You too. Amen. Peace. And that was our uh, segment of the week, brought to you nice. by Foundation Cigars. Yeah. Checks you know, in the mail, I, I hope. I think you guys should do, like, the virtual background stuff when you do this stuff. You know, you should get, like, Cigar Boys and Noise virtual background. You know what I mean? Then you're, like, getting your logo out there. I probably could do that with my background. Yeah, we uh, we have car air fresheners coming out next. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a great idea. It's either a new car scent, uh, cherry blossom, or uh, uh, or shart. We're not sure. <laughs> Fresh shart. <laughs> Nate, for Busto. Yo, they're, they're dwindling. You're almost getting down to your, like, 30 box reserve. Yeah, I got thirty boxes saved for me because it's that's my stash. Well, yeah, you only smoke your stuff, right? Listen, you know, I I love smoking other people's stuff, also, but I just don't have the time, man, because I'm always testing, you know, all of our stuff because I'm a lunatic and want to make sure everything's right. So I'm constantly, you know, smoking through our stuff. So yeah, I think by the time uh, Kyle I've smoked out. Kyle from Warp calls that validating these blends. That's the word I would eliminate. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. Um, I, I tell you, you want to see what I've been smoking other than my stuff recently? Have this you smoked the Viso Horny yet? I have not smoked the Viso Horny. Do you have it? I do have it, but it's, it's actually not. I don't have it here. He has it buried in the office humidor. We've been aging it. Oh, yeah. Nick, this is from 2011. Well, I got this from Jorge Padron. I can't because of my background. Hold on a second. By the background, way. your original background is perfect. I don't know why you got to fuck around with the virtual one. I hey, don't want to be that hey, guy. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. This is from 2011. I busted this open like two weeks ago. Look at this. These are sealed. Look at this. Oh my good lord. This is like <laughs> this is like Christmas morning. All right. So this I've only been smoking the I, yeah, I smoked yeah, through win the top. Bet. <laughs> I smoked through the top layer. Look at that one. What's You've never that? seen that before. No. House of Lords. Are you kidding me? Look at this. Quinnipiac Club. Yes, New Haven, Connecticut. This is boxes from like 1902. Franklin says that probably smells like mahogany and leather-bound books. <laughs> and paint. No. Are you talking about that box or the, the other box? I'm guessing the first one. Let's go. Let me tell let, you, Frankie, they, they smoke like cedar, man. They're just, they, they've got this incredible cedar um, aroma flavor from being in the box for so long. I'm surprised for 11 years how well they held up with strength, the strength and body. Unbelievable. Um, I think that's, you know, a testament to Nicaraguan tobacco and, of course, you know, Padron in general. But when you're using, you know, a lot of those heavier tobaccos, they, they really age out amazing uh, in, from Nicaragua, so... All right, let's uh, let's circle back to that cigar I gave you in March of 2020. 
Um, yeah, that was right before the world descended into chaos. Yeah. Yeah, so, dude, I was sitting with this lunatic when all this stuff, we were trying to do this interview with poor Dom, and uh, the whole world was falling apart. We were at uh, this, Trey's house, Trey Oliva. This kid, yeah, I know. This kid was like totally clueless about anything that was happening. He's petting rabid dogs and stuff. It's. Well, I told him to grab toilet paper, and he thought I was joking. <laughs> do you remember this kid? This kid, I was laughing so hard watching his story on Instagram. He's sitting down on the ground in front of Trey's house, petting this dog. And he's going, oh, nice dog. Such a nice dog. The dog's tail is between his leg. The dog's like totally freaked out. He's like, he's such a nice dog. He's such a nice, and the dog is like, like about to bite the kid. And he was just sitting there going, nice dog, nice It went for my face. And that's when I'm like, maybe I should get off the ground. Do you think, I mean, I got bit by a dog. I had rabies shot one time because I got bit by a dog in Nicaragua. It looked like a wolf. (laughs) I got bit. I was actually heading to the States the next day. I made the mistake of reading about rabies on Wikipedia. And if you go to the Wikipedia rabies page, there's like a a a black and white picture from 1951 of some guy in his bed. And he's just like, uh, (laughs) foaming at the mouth. (laughs) And then I, the next day I'm in this, you know, I flew to the States and then I'm like, Oh God, I got to get a rabies shot now. Because if if I don't, I'll be dead within seven days. I mean, it's, so I get the, I go to get the rabies shot. The rabies shot is one of the most God awful shots that you can get. I've had one. First, the first shot is here, here. This is the same here, both thighs, both butt cheeks. Oh my lord! I asked the doctor, you know, can I go play uh, basketball after? Am I going to be good? He's like, I don't know about that. I couldn't lift my arms up, or you know, at all. It felt like somebody just put me in a bag and beat me up with a baseball bat. I ended up going, you know, when I returned to Nicaragua, I ended up going to the Central de Salud, the, where the, the health minister, and I walked in and I met with the woman that runs it. And she goes, there hasn't been a case of rabies here since like 1910. She said, people vaccinate all the dogs more than people get vaccinated. So that was about safe. it. Um, But I always thought you have to have the rabies shot before you get bit by an animal. For it to work. What kind of? What are you smoking over there? No, I, I don't think that's how Look it works. It I think, I think you can get one, a vaccination. But no, if you get, you have to go get another shot. I think. Yeah, you have to get another know. shot. But you might be right. I, I you might be right. Because no in Wisconsin, the first person, maybe if you have rabies, or something, it happened. Wisconsin was like someone got bit by a bat in Wisconsin. Can somebody play like Jamie from JRE and look this stuff up? Oh, we're talking Nate. Come on, Nate. Yeah, Tron, get wicked. Tron, can you look that up for Dude. us? Yeah, keep yeah. Tron on here so we can keep. Uh, Tron, you to be seen, not heard um, after your segment. So look that up. No, I'm just kidding. Um, okay, so be so horny. I need you yeah. to smoke it. 
uh, me and a pal of mine, uh, Skip, uh, we smoked it in September, and we're going to swap the wrappers on it to a Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper. Nice. So I just so want I your smoke it. Yeah, I need your opinion okay. on it. All right, I'll get, I'll get it. I got to smoke it. You've been asking me for a long time. I don't ask for much, Nick. Just new hats, the Paul Bunyan cigar. You ask you know. for everything. <laughs> That's the he joke, Dom. No, I didn't. Anyways, uh, I would, it would mean a lot. You to changed me. your name to Viso Horny, didn't you? You had another name. Oh. It used to be the Retro Hail. One yeah. plus cigar. Yes, the Retro Hail. Why, <laughs> why did you change that? Not that uh, Viso Horny. I mean, <laughs> it's all right. The Retro Hail is great. That was a great IG name, dude. I like Viso Horny. You better. had some momentum going. You had momentum going with the one puff cigar review. You got to be consistent. That's what it's all I can't, about. I can never make up my mind. Have you seen his Just, Facebook? <laughs> no. I, I, oh. I'm really not on Facebook because it's another thing I have a tough time keeping up with because it's Anyways, so many hours in the day. Uh, Franklin's yeah. asking what the Visa Horny is and who makes that. Visa Horny is a very limited cigar that's not in production <laughs> quite yet. It's made out of the Fame Factory in Esteli, uh, uh, Nica Sueño. Uh, they're known for making cigars for Roma Craft, Paustania, Guaymero, Fable, and other cigars of that elk. So look for it on shelves in 2038. Um, <laughs> oh, see, um, this is a cigar that's been in the works since March. And, uh, you know, stuff moves slow. I uh, talked to uh, Esteban's son, Anthony, and I told him, I gave him the blend. I said, instead of San Andreas, can you put Connecticut Broadleaf in? Uh, Skip goes down to Esteli. He finds the cigars after a while, and he takes a picture of them, and I know right away something's wrong because it's Connecticut Shade. So, uh, yeah, so it's Connecticut Shade wrapper instead of Connecticut Broadly with a Cameroon binder. And I'm like, that kind of sounds interesting. And then Skip said it was terrible. He smoked all he smoked the three sizes. The six by six. Skip's got a garbage palette though. Oh, come on. And anyways, <laughs> the uh the six by sixty, the El Baby Grande, which is my nickname down in uh Esteli. Uh um, Baby Grande. Baby Grande. It is interesting, Franklin. Thank you. Uh, so I'm really curious <laughs> to try it with the broadleaf wrapper on it. Cause when we smoked them in September, we weren't getting the sweetness from the Maduro. So hopefully with the broadleaf, um, you know, I like using uh wrappers I can't get. So for my limited run of 20 of each size, <laughs> there should be enough broadleaf for that. Um, should be good. Oh, Skip Martin's on here. Garbage pallets on here. What oh, up, loco? What is, How are you um, feeling? Tyler. Uh, I've got a yes, thing. So uh, be, when we started this podcast, I met Tyler literally twice in my life. Uh, and we quickly found out that we have like nothing in common. Yeah. Very different. Um, yeah. Nick, uh, you and Nate, is there something that you just both completely disagree on that you can think of off the top of your head? That we, that we what? That you disagree on. Oh, man, probably a lot of things. Um I don't think there's probably our taste that. in television, but I won't, I don't want to embarrass them. Are right you, now. are either of you big bang theory people? Oh no. No, I never got oh. into big bang. I'm not convinced those people exist, but it's like, it's a super popular show, I guess. 
Uh, don't tell me I like just, how I met your mother. No. No, I was gonna say. Okay. It's decent. What 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 are you what are we off on on television, Nate? Uh, your your reality oh, shows that oh, you enjoy. Oh, oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. So I have I have at least one show that's just total trash because throughout the course of a day, like I'm usually you know. Um, of course, crazy busy, or I'm, you know, really into some like heavy topics or, you know, um, history, culture, you know, religion, really heavy stuff. So I always have something where I just need to like totally disconnect and not think. So my one was, was uh, it Love Island? Love Island? Island. <laughs> That's what no, it was. Tempta- <laughs> no, it was Temptation Island. Temptation that Island. Horrible. Oh, it's it's amazing. It's It's so bad. You know that stuff where it's so bad, it like, it goes so bad on the scale that it then tips over to the good. You know what I mean? It's the horseshoe. Well, it's just like so bad that it's really good. You know what I'm saying? Anybody feel? No? Yeah, no. It's like someone, there can be people who are so not funny that it's hilarious. Yeah, like, like you, some old movies or stuff like that. Like if you watch like Karate Kid, some of it's really bad, like the acting and stuff like that. But it's so good. Like yeah. Bloodsport, Mortal Kombat, Street yes. Fighter. Okay, there we go. There we go. Uh, now we're Kickboxer. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, and then Temptation Island hasn't been on, so. Um, he moved to 90 Day Fiance or whatever it is. You never that's saw the great Temptation show. Island? Which one? 90 Day Fiance? Yeah. Oh, that's unbelievable. My uh, uh, 600 pound life. Wife swap. No. That got no, too close to home for me. I, got I started watching uh, Below the Below Deck or something like that. Below oh, oh, yeah, the one the about show. the cruise ship. Oh, Bravo? Yeah. Yeah, some of, some of those punks end up in Mystic. I don't know. Do they? Yeah, because yeah, Mystic so, tracks all those. That's where we. Rocks. That's where we disagree. Back to your, you know, when uh, I when I mentioned that, Nate's just like, is this guy serious? Like, okay, this guy's into so much stuff, and then he pulls out a Temptation Island or some crazy shit. Have you read did, did uh, you Great Expectations? <laughs> yeah, in like the ninth grade. What do you think of that? Did you think it was a good book? Great piece of literature, the worst book of all time. I can't remember now, to be honest with you. This is bad. You would have remembered if it was good. You would have remembered <laughs> if it was bad. What is the book again? Great Charles great Dickens. Expectations. Oh, yeah, Charles Dixon. Great Expectations. Yeah. I think I had two great expectations for the book. So I set my expectations too high. And I think that's kind of what everybody kind of does. It was a, you know? it was a misleading title. You're putting, yeah, you, you got to manage expectations. You put it on a pedestal. 100%. Don't 100%. do that. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying not to. And Where then, the Red uh, Fern Grows? Great. That's a great book. Where the Red Fern Grows. Have you seen um, The Social Network? <laughs> I have. And what do you think of that movie? Social Network? Yeah. Oh my All God. right. I mean, middle of the road movie. Phenomenal, middle of the road. I mean, that's not on the top of my list here. I just saw a great movie on Netflix. Not too. What was it called? Bridgerton. 
No, it's called. Hold on. Hold on. It's called. What was the? Uh, uh, you watched that. You watched Hunt that for the people. wilder. Hunt for the wilder people. <clears throat> never saw that. Oh, mm, highly recommend it. It's filmed in in New Zealand. It's phenomenal. It was actually made in 2016. Hunt for the wilder people. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. That's like I've, up there for like a light comedy. You know. That reminds me of uh, my brother was telling me they have a show that's like Man vs. Wild, but it's a competition. Okay. I don't know what it's called, but they just give them all Naked cameras. And no, that's not it. But they just have to survive the longest. I'm a, I'm a fan of, uh, of uh, Chopped. Yeah, Chopped's Chopped. Good. Okay. Cooking show. I've been all watching right, Brick, Brickleberry. Yeah, go ahead. Brindleberg. Okay, so we Alec is a, a, a really good photographer who uh, lives in Wisconsin. Alec, what up? He yes. wants to know, he's going to buy a box of foundation cigars at Lake Country. Um, right. Yeah, what's it, what should he get? What box of cigars should he get? So, you know, Tyler, I think it depends on what, what does Alec like to smoke normally? Um, um, I, I got to get a feel of what he might smoke in order to lead him in the right direction. Cause you know, the foundation portfolio is, is a vast array. I wouldn't necessarily recommend certain things depending on what they're, what they're smoking. Per yeah. Se. Alec in the comments, uh, Alec, what do you like to smoke? You like, you like mild, you like medium, you want fuller, you want, while um, I always say, Alec, start with the Wawense, which is the, Oh, I'm pointing at, thinking I have Nate's background, which is to the uh, left of Nate, which was my first uh, release, the Wawense Blue Label. It's a nice medium bodied smoke, some good cedar spice. It's not overwhelming on the palate. Um, it's always, I think, a really great cigar to start within the foundation line, especially because it was our first release. So if you haven't had, I mean, if Alec, have you had a bunch of our stuff? Yeah, I, I know he's all of the time. I love it. Um, yeah, I would say well, Wednesday start there. If you like Maduro, go with the Wise Man Maduro. Um, you know the High Claire, just just got a really good rating. The High Claire Victorian, which is the red label, is also um, a beautiful, you know, medium plus smoke. So. Um, Something it's for everybody. Tough, Alec, because I love all of them. So it's, uh, I would start with the first release, well, Wednesday. That would be my, my choice. I would say go with the uh, Corona Gorda. What do you got in stock over there? You got some um, Wednesday over there? You want the Churchills. We need more. I will say we do need more of the, oh, the Wednesday and Wise Man. Um, we have um, yeah, boxes I wish of Menelik. Stock right now. There. Oh, you got Menelik? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We got some coming in um, tomorrow, actually. So um, I got a box got a from the original release there. of the Menelik the, the, when the it came in boxes. So the Menelik, yeah. So yeah, those I got mean, a, if you have Menelik, but, I would, but it's it's not the same as the five pack. Get out of here, Nate. Um, <laughs> I would go if he has Menelik's in stock. I would Alec. I would go with the Menelik definitely because Menelik is a limited quarterly release. So the fact that they actually have them right now is surprising because we're we've been completely out. So well, we had that um, event with great... you. We were supposed to have that event with you in May, 
So we loaded up on, on oh, Menelik. Yeah. So um, they have nice. uh, six months on them. So I'll yeah. go we with, have like go three boxes Menelik. left. Menelik, Alec, all day, every day. <clears throat> How many times do you guys use your shower towel before you? <laughs> Dude, that's a hilarious question because I just switched mine out like just before I started this podcast. You, you got to give it the sniff test before you get in. Yeah, like, but like, what's the average? I don't know. You can probably. I get do like, a uh, five showers out of it. It it washes me. Why would I need to wash it? Yeah, it, like you get out of the shower, you're clean. You're just drying yourself off. Yeah, so you're as I, clean as you ever be. Yeah, infinity. It's all about. It's all about drying out the towel properly afterwards. So you, yeah, no, you like, have to. Mold. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I would say until it disintegrates or disintegrates, then I think is when no, you just I rotate. It. I rotate on a like a seven to ten day basis. Is that weird? It's respectable. It's yeah. a little weird. That's okay. Somebody just said gross. Wait, you use a different <laughs> one every time? No, no. I I'm like three days. Yeah, but you also I have I have no circulation shower. in the bathroom. So, do you use a separate towel for different parts of your body? The heck. No, but I use different bars of soap for that. I think that's a must, yeah. Yes, people use the same bar of soap for everything, and it's kind of bizarre. That's why you just use body wash. You don't use a bar of soap. I do. Uh, I use three in one. Seven in one. It's an aftershave, <laughs> shampoo, body wash, conditioner. Cologne. Uh, yeah. Cologne. Um, Does Axe put that out, right. Tyler? I'm a big proponent of Axe, man. I don't care what you guys say. Uh, you gotta, you gotta get into the cologne game once you're, you know, out of middle school. What do you guys use for cologne um, besides Estee Lauder? And uh, I'm, using, uh, I'm on a, I'm on some Blue Day Chanel right guy. now. I'm an Old Spice guy all the way. I took you for it's a my, uh, my aroma seriously. Um, a brute kind of guy, Nick. You the know, bunker buster. I used to use brute. <laughs> I used to use brute back in the day, but then I can't do those clear, those clear um, deodorants because they end up for some reason making me stank more than if I don't use it. So those clear kind of deodorant. That's why I have to use the Old Spice traditional. And some of them I break out in some sort of uh, allergic reaction. Must be the Spice ones. does that for me. What's that? Old Spice does that to me. I can't use it. The regular one? Yeah. The white one? Not I, the I, don't, I don't remember which one, so I just don't use Old Spice. Uh, Old Spice Lavender. The Relax. That's where it's at. Dude, you got to go with the, the original. The original white one. Not that clear stuff. The clear stuff is... Well, yeah, but then you can't wear black shirts or anything. Why? Because it gets on... The, I remember... Yeah, but you you got to get into the shirt properly. You okay, no, I'm that. I'm thinking of uh, high school. I had Under Armour, like a real tight shirt, yeah. and I would try to put oh that God. on, and it would just be white all down the sides. You ever, yeah. ever use like the you ever use the gel deodorant? Oh, that's from yeah, women. Yeah, yeah it, 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 it? it's like super cold. No, <laughs> Old Spice and uh, who else used to have? It used to crank it, and it would sh it would put the gel through like a bunch of these little holes, and it would go like on. Or something glide. Oh or yeah. yeah, that stuff. I can't do that. It was so, so cold. Dom, do you still candy. use do you still use Head and Shoulders? Because you look like you have a dandruff problem. No, I just can just tell by your hair. You I don't even hair. show you my hair. Wear hats. 
Okay, so I used to I used to have a dandruff problem back in like '97. Mm. Yeah. Took you guys remember getting checked for lice? They used to kid? have longer hair than all of us. Of course, of course. Yeah, they go through your hair with chopstick. Yeah. 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 Of course. Crucial. This is hilarious. Right guard. Right guard was the one with the. Right uh, thank you, John. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. <clears throat> Can't do that. All right, moving right along. <laughs> yeah, really covering some good topics tonight. Oh, okay. Here's a here's a cigar question, Nick. <laughs> is there a tobacco you don't like to work with, and then your favorite tobacco to work with? I I don't necessarily, you know, don't like to work with. I'd say tobaccos because again. Every tobacco, this is given that it's fermented properly, sorted properly, um, you know, it's quality tobacco. It all has its own characteristic, right? Um, So I don't necessarily say I don't like to work with uh, particular tobacco. Um, I love all tobaccos, man. Have you had? For cigar tobacco, so... I don't work with certain tobaccos, so I'm not my experience with them, like Dominican filler, you know, just over the years, you know, things from the DR. I mean, I've worked with with uh, fillers, but I haven't, you know, worked with them a lot. So there's certain tobaccos, you know, I, I just don't have time working with them, but um, it's not that I don't like them. Do you, so when you work with... Um... I would say Candela. Candela is tough. Candela is a tough one. Where do you get your Candela from? Tough one. On the grasshopper. It comes is that from, from the Olivas? Olivas or... Why yeah, are you looking Olivas. at me like that? Me? Yeah. Yeah, it look like... No. How can you tell how I'm looking at you on, on a Zoom know. call? That's because, the- <laughs> well, I'm, because I know Dion... Yeah. Dion uses Candela from uh, Nestor. So right. I wasn't sure who you used... Who yeah. if, um, I use the from from uh, Ecuador. It's more of that kind of olive green. If you can you can see, it's not as much like a really, you know, that bright green. Um, I think that olive green for me personally, it's a little bit more um, subdued on the really kind of grassy, uh, strong kind of chlorophyll kind of taste. And for me, that flavor is you know when I was working on the grasshoppers, getting it to the 52 ring gauge, getting the right fillers in there. And of course the, the binders also helps to really balance out that really, uh, for me, that dominant, you know, flavor in the, in the Candela wrapper. So um, I had to get up to that 52 ring gauge to sort of balance what I, and this is just, again, my personal. Can you tell um, us what binder preference. you use on the grasshopper? On, the grasshopper is Corojo from Jalapa. And that's yeah. from uh, so Aganorsa? That one is, yeah. So the, when you... The base, the base of the barber pole is Mexican San Andreas. Mm. So when I what? Okay, so when, you, when you're working with different factories, you're working with AJ, you're working with um, Aganorsa, and then um, um, are, you, are you mostly using their tobacco? So yes and no. Uh, some of the tobaccos I've brought, you know, brought um, 
help source and get uh, get into the factories. So because of you know relationships that I've had with certain growers, um, some of these tobaccos I've really helped get into the factories. Um, you know, AJ, it, it was an easy transition to work with AJ because I was coming from a factory that was more along the size of his factory and from uh, an inventory of a plethora of different, you know, tobaccos um, that AJ has in stock. You know, when Dale and I get together, you know, he's just wholeheartedly uh, tobacco man through and through. So, you know, we just totally geek out. And, you know, when we first started working together, just to, you know, go into that factory and access, you know, a lot of the, the amazing leaf he was growing. But then also there was a number of tobaccos that I wanted that he didn't have that he totally brought in and we worked together on. So it's a combo of both. Yeah. Uh, John's got a question for you. He wants to know, do you have a least favorite um, country of origin or um, what country of origin is your least favorite that grows tobacco? Uh, I mean, you know, again, it's similar to that, John. I don't necessarily, every tobacco has its own characteristic. So I don't necessarily see things as being better or worse. It's just they, they all have their different characteristics based on the seed variety, the farms, the soil. Um, one I personally use a little bit less in just my blends is more of Sumatra or Indonesia. Um, to me, the, the Indonesia Sumatra has a very distinct kind of smoky characteristic. Um, I tend not to use it as much. Just it's again not that I I don't like it. It's just it hasn't worked in you know, some of the blends that I've been working on. I use it for my infused line, Sumatra. Um, but for more of my traditional lines, I don't really use um, Sumatra. So have you been to Ecuador? Yeah, many times. So I used to travel to Ecuador every year, um, every September for for purchasing. So I started going to Ecuador in like 2005. So I would I would go to Ecuador every year. Yeah, we go to Ecuador every year. I would go to Brazil every year. I would go to Mexico, um, of course, Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. Ecuador is kind of like um, on my bucket list of uh, places to go. Just they grow a lot of uh, um, good stuff. And then I got one, um, a couple more tobacco questions. Sorry, Dom. Yeah. Well, um, uh, yeah. Before you ask that, uh, Nick, we're over our hour, so if you have to dip, just let us know. Tyler's going to keep talking right, if you don't. Guys. <laughs> Take care. Got to go. All right, Nate. Um, okay, so a couple more uh, tobacco questions here. Is there – so I see on the, the Highclere Castle, um, Connecticut, you use a um, Matafina. Now, I've heard Brazilian Matafina. I've heard that can be kind of a hard tobacco to get um, – enough of or can you yeah. elaborate yeah. on elaborate. that a little bit yeah so Matafina comes from an area called um, Cruz de las Almas if you go to Brazil there's an area called uh, Salvador de Bahia uh, the region of Bahia uh, Salvador is on the coastline it actually used to be the capital of Brazil back in I believe the late 1700s it's um, 
known for its beaches, actually. But if you go to Salvador and then you go two hours west, you'll be heading into the tobacco growing regions. Arapiaca comes from much norther. Uh, I think it's close to like 12 hours north from where um, Bahia is. But Matafina is grown in this, this area of Cruz de las Almas. Matafina is one of the original seed varieties from which all seed varieties come from, right? There's five different seed varieties from which everything was sort of hybridized and it comes from from there. One is Matafina, Brazil, Habanesis, Cuba, San Andreas, Mexico, Connecticut, Broadleaf, and actually uh, Sumatra. So from those, a lot of what we know as different, you know, Corojo, Criollos have all come from these. So Matafina, unfortunately, um, since I started working with it in like 2003, 2004, there's been a number of challenges. And, and that is yield, right? When you're growing wrapper tobacco, right, you're, you're setting out to grow wrapper. The investment in growing wrapper tobacco is much higher than growing filler tobaccos, right? Because, you know, as for wrapper tobaccos, you need that leaf to be perfect. You need it to be thin enough. You need the vein structure to be, you know, thin enough to use it as a wrapper leaf. It's got to be perfect in color. It's got to be the right size. So unfortunately, over the years, it's just been increasingly difficult to get a wrapper yield. And there's been a number of issues in Brazil with currency fluctuation, costs, the prices have just been going up and up and the yields have been difficult. So a lot of people, um, we're, not grow you know, we're not growing it because of this reason, because you can end up losing your shirt instead of you know, making money. Um, so over the years, the supply of Matafina has become kind of lower and lower. The price has gone way up. And then also a lot of times, if you want to make certain purchases, a lot of times, you know, in order to make certain purchases, or especially if you're producing in higher volumes, you can't just buy all the cream. You know what I mean? You got to buy everything. You got to buy the whole cow. Yeah. Um, so then that, for, you know, that, that makes a number of challenges for, for people because you got to use the filler, you got to use the binder. Um, so it's become, you know, really difficult to, to work with. So a lot of people kind of shifted over the years into Arapiaca. Arapiaca, I believe was being used for local production for other kind of tobacco products, but they would let um, the cigar sellers go in and actually prime the plants for what they wanted for wrapper which they would pay a premium and then, you know, the, the other um, companies would use it for other tobacco products. And the Arapiaca became a little bit more favorable because it's uh, the yield, right? And it's, it had a much higher yield. When you see it growing on the plant, if you ever look at Arapiaca leaves, they're much more narrow and they grow more upright on the plant, right? So if you see a tobacco plant in the field, when the leaves are growing upward, your yields are automatically going to become a little bit better as opposed to if you have bigger, heavier leaves that end up drooping over, you end up getting a lot more breakage, a lot more damage. That's, the, that's one of the main issues with broadleaf, right? Broadleaf can get so big in the field, you can get a lot of breakage because the weight 
of the of the actual leaf starts breaking. Whereas if you look at more of the Cuban style Havana seeds, they're growing more upright and you're getting a better better yield. I don't know if you guys are following me on this. Am I making sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah I just no. almost got attacked yeah. by a hummingbird. So, uh, oh, awesome. Oh, hummingbirds are awesome. Um, so, so yeah, Arapiaca became a little bit more favor, favorable, but it's a completely different flavor, you know, profile. And for me, Matafina, I just love Matafina. It's kind of, for me, more reminiscent to more of that broadleaf style. So I've always really enjoyed that tobacco. And for making High Claire, you know, it was really, I think, crucial in the blend because to me, it really does bring the blend together in the filler filler tobacco. So the, the High Claire Victorian and the Connecticut Shade, the only commonality is the binder, which is Matafina, but the actual, the blends are different. Um, but for me in blending both of them, the Matafina was crucial in, in kind of bringing the whole blend together. Well, we have our first year, Franklin had the tobacco boner. So that, that's the first year on Cigar uh, Boys Noise. So Yes, that's awesome. Good um, job, Frank. <laughs> should have saved it for that uh, shower pick that Tyler's going to post. Yeah, that, can be the, that can be your new hashtag. Tobacco boner? No, please don't do that. Yeah, you can start leaving yeah, that comment everywhere. Cigar yeah. simp? Um, <laughs> I'm a simp for tobacco. Uh, okay. Um What's okay? I'm I'm gonna say this wrong, but there's a Brazilian Mata Norte, right? Yeah, yeah. There's Mata Norte, Mata Sur. So Mata Norte, there's different farms, Mata Fina that are grown more in plantation style, so they're much larger acreage. And then you have an, the northern region, Mata Norte, that's actually grown on smaller farms. So you can imagine, you know growing on a larger scale and then growing in certain regions where this, you know, the soil, it's almost like, you know, when you're growing a mass scale compared to like smaller boutique style, the soil is a lot richer. So some of the, the filler tobaccos are a lot, I, I tend to prefer, you know, Mata Norte um, over like regular Matafina as far yeah. as for filler, filler tobaccos. Now, you guys use that on the uh, – when you used to work for Drew Estate, you guys used that on some of the Liga stuff, right? The Matafina, right? Yeah, Matafina I chose as the binder for Liga when uh, I was working on it. And, you know, it was interesting because that was, you know, kind of early on I was I was told by a lot of old school, you know, tobacco guys, again, everybody has their own opinions, that you don't want to blend – you know, more of a darker Maduro style wrapper with a darker Maduro style binder. Okay. And I think some of the, the philosophy in that, I don't necessarily agree with that, but that's, you know, some of the older school guys that that's kind of what I was being told. Um, and, and certain guys will just not blend certain things together because it's just kind of what, you know, they kind of grew up on, I think not doing. And um, for me, you know, working with both Matafina and Broadleaf, they both have excellent combustion, even right out of the, the right out of the curing barns, right? Broadleaf's got good combustion. The Matafina had good combustion. 
So I, you know, in my mind, they were both really amazing tobaccos, really flavorful. And I said, why not? You know, why can't, can this not work? And it ended up working, man. Um, it ended up working. When you use um, um, Aganorsa uh, Tapsa, do you use uh, dual binders there or you do the single binders? I know a lot of their stuff is dual binder. I, ch I try to go with the single binder. I, I really was never um, one for the, the dual binders. Um, it's just the style that um, I just grew accustomed to is not kind of working with dual binders. Um, sometimes I feel like it just can be a little bit too dominant um, and you're kind of losing some of the, the filler tobaccos. So I tend to prefer um, single binders. You know, there's a bunch of different techniques that people use in the, the rolling and bunching. Um, and I've, I've always been a single binder guy. Um, oh, and then is there any tobaccos that like absolutely will not work together as a binder wrapper combo? Something that you just wouldn't do? Oh, what Tyler just did for the uh, Visa Horny. Yeah, the uh, the Cameroon Connecticut. Connecticut Shade. Yeah, Ecuador, I wouldn't do the Cameroon Connecticut Shade. That's probably something I would stay away from. Um, you know, usually novices start with the Cameroon and the Connecticut shit. I'm just messing with you. Um, I tend to, what wouldn't I use together? Um, I probably wouldn't use Candela and Indonesia together myself. Um, Again, this is just my personal preference. That would probably be one combo that I, I, I just wouldn't work with. Probably tastes like Axe body spray in the fields, baseball tryouts. That's exactly right. That's it. You hit it. That sounds good. That sounds like a nice, uh, you know, summer day, man. It's, getting, it's warming me up on the inside, thinking of a, a nice summer day, watching, you know, the, uh, the bow socks. Is that it? no? I don't yeah. say Bull Sox. Do they Boston Red Sox? Yeah. I mean, uh, it's it's the sauce. It's how you trust. Yeah. I'm a Brewer fan. Um, Sorry to hear Boston. that. Boston. Boston. Going to park the car. Okay. Going to well, park the car. All right. Um, my another question I have for you is the difference. Is there a noticeable difference in a Connecticut shade and Ecuadorian shade? I mean, obviously, besides being grown in different countries and one being using cheesecloth and one not having to use it because of the, the clouds, you don't need to use the cheesecloth. But other than that, can you taste the difference? Connecticut shade has, has visual differences from Connecticut. It tends to be a little bit more on the yellow side as opposed to, you know, more of a golden um, style. It's sometimes you can tell, but from... You know, it might have a little bit more of a cast of 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 candela or green in it. Um, Connecticut, Connecticut from Connecticut, and it can tend to actually have, in my opinion, sometimes more of a kind of like a a more on the bitter side. Um, not necessarily in a bad way, but it tends to have a bit more. Uh, kind of a bitter 
um, flavor to it. Whereas I think the Ecuador is a little bit more neutral. This is the reason why they've been able to get away with it, right? You can get away with that, with that chain, change because the leaf is, it's much thinner. Again, the vein structure is much lighter. It's more on that kind of neutral side. I know it's not completely neutral, but again, this is how you were able to have this shift from the Connecticut River Valley into Ecuador. And a lot of the consumers over the years, uh, they really didn't even know what's going on um, because it's more of that that neutral, um, I would say, flip profile. Whereas they get broadleaf, you know, you, you, you haven't necessarily been able to make that change because thicker, it's heavier, and, you know, the flip profiles are, are, are more pronounced compared to, say, something that in is, is dumb. Nick, yeah, your uh, your AirPods might be dying. Oh, are they? Or maybe it's my Wi-Fi, I don't know. Because my... Uh, Anything? Uh-oh. No, no, I hear you. Well, hey, there you go. Here we go. All right. Yeah, that works, yeah. Because I was thinking about doing for the my second release would be a barber pole of Connecticut shade in Ecuadorian Connecticut. That would be interesting. <laughs> I like it. Listen, have fun with it. Why not? Experiment. It's all about experimentation. The experimentation station. What's that called? The Connecticut? Experiment station. Experiment station. Yeah. There we go. So the, the Highclere Castle uses Connecticut shade, and then your Charter Oak Connecticut uses Ecuadorian Connecticut shade, right? No, they're both Ecuador. Okay. Is there a price difference between the two? Yeah, there, there's significant price difference with, with Connecticut shade. The Connecticut... There's really hardly any Connecticut shade grown in the valley anymore, Tyler. There's okay. maybe 40 acres. Um, I think, you know, Altaldis might use some here and there, but for the most part, it's all shifted to, to Ecuador. Um, it's just too labor intensive. Again, it's, it's too costly um, in order to really compete with, with Ecuador in that sense. So, you know, in order to do it right, you know, the, the, the plant has to be primed in the field. And that's just too labor intensive for here for the valley um, right now, because Ecuador, you know, the yield from the plant, just having that natural shade from the clouds has just, you know, produced just a high yielding plant. Um, and just, you know, since the 80s until now, it's just slowly you know, over the years, just been chipping away, chipping away at the Valley, Connecticut shade. So, you know, it's a tough one. What's you everyone's phone? Years... <laughs> yeah. No, no, go ahead. Cause I was going to throw like a non sequitur question out. Yeah. Throw it out there. What's everyone's phone backgrounds right now? I need to change mine or some, cause I have like a football and there's no more football. My uh, lo my lock screen is a uh, picture of a singer. Her name is uh, Rosalila, uh, which gets yeah, it gets a lot of uh, questions when people see it. They're wondering who that who this uh, beautiful lady is in my background. And then my lock screen, it's actually a, a skyline of a of a uh, city that I'm moving to, um, hopefully soon. Wow. Yeah, uh, Austin is my i have a skyline of austin 
Jonah Austin. Yeah. Holy cow. Yep. Once uh, I can, once I can, I put my transfer in January 1st. So hopefully by summer or fall. Nice. I'll be. Major U.S. airline. Yeah, I'll be transferring with a major U.S. airline and moving down to you're Austin. You trying to get employed by somebody in Austin? Um, yeah, I think so. Fascinating. Yeah, I'm trying to learn the uh, other end of the of the biz. Um, so there's a one of my favorite cigar companies is based out of there, and and they do their own distribution, their own uh, um uh what's it called when you bring in tobacco bring in cigars uh uh import export importing why do i always forget importing they import their own cigars they yeah they distribute yeah i'm in the latex yeah i'm allergic i gotta use for connecticut life i gotta i gotta use uh um sheepskin um yeah same uh, here it's called the vandalay industries my company's called vandalay yeah vandalay all right, Vandalin. Well, that's great, Tyler. I mean, I, I, that's great, great news. You're talking January next year? No, I put it in in January. Um, I'm just uh, waiting for. There's like a, I think there's like a pandemic going along, so yeah, it's kind of hurting yeah. the the transfer, you know. So I'm waiting for Austin to, you know, when they start having uh all their festivals and, you know, everybody's yeah. moving there. You know, I think uh, a good friend yeah. of uh the the second most downloaded podcast. He's out of there now. Uh, Joe yeah, Rogan. Man. He's really starting to starting to trend there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I might go to Austin, but otherwise, I, you know, no. <laughs> I've been to Austin a couple times, and it's, you know, back in the day, I used to uh, live in Boulder, Colorado, and there was always this connection between Austin and, and Boulder, Colorado. Um, so I used to hear about Austin all the time. And uh, going there, I kind of got it, you know that connection but it's a it's a popping place man yeah i was in denver for two weeks um working at a major airport there for a major u.s airline and uh yeah and uh it was the hardest experience of my life because the so many smoke um, shows a lot of smoke shows and the the flights were all full and heavy and there's a lot of freight being moved um i lost like 10 pounds and then Denver uh cigars taste different there so uh which I'm like what the fuck is wrong with my palate so I I was smoking unicorns out there and uh I'm like I just you know and I didn't know what was going on and then finally uh the guys from dojo yeah the dojo cats thereof yeah yeah um, another, if I wasn't moving to Austin though, I think I would move to uh, Phoenix. Phoenix is dope. A lot of yeah, good shops. Humidity problem, Phoenix. When you're at 15% humidity and any, I mean, it just totally changes your smoking experience. Nate will tell you that all day long. That's why it's tough being in Vegas for the trade shows because I mean, you're, you're, you're dry. You know, it's 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 insane how dry it is, and smoking cigars in that type of, you know, humidity just really just starts sucking all the moisture out of, you know, your cigars, and that totally affects the blends. Um, you know, humidity and temperature for cigars is so crucial. You know, every from seed to cigar, 
it's so crucial. So it, it is, um, I've noticed, you know, being in Arizona, being in Colorado, it's tough. I, I like to smoke cigars, you know, after it rained. Yes. In a shop, in a humidor. I know that's on, uh, on Skip Martin's porch or on <laughs> Gus's porch yeah. in Nicaragua. Yeah. Um, well, that's like why I like uh, when I get a sample from you, you know, you're, you're pretty – uh, well, with the new stuff, like the Havana Sea Tabernacle, I made sure to save that and bring it home with me because I only got one of them. And um, I'm like, this one I can't smoke in Vegas. I got to save it and smoke it in, you know, the comfort of my uh, beautiful smoking uh, cave. parlor. Smart. Cave. Yeah. Cigars in the parlor? So, have you seen, Nick, you're a big <laughs> tobacco guy. Uh, you like books. Have you read this book? Dude, I saw you post something about what is this book? It's a tale um, of love in the Civil War that revolves around smoking fermented agricultural products. Yeah. Amongst exploring other things. Did you know that Nate was born in a fermentation <laughs> pallone? Yeah, I knew that. You talk about me and my shows. Like, what the heck is going on here? Yeah, you got to come up with some interesting backstories. Yeah. I was talking about the book, not your backstory. It's a, it was a gift. Yeah, a great cover. Great cover. They really crushed it on the cover. <laughs> Nick and uh, Nate, what were your guys' phone backgrounds? Yeah. Or what? Our phone, phone backgrounds. backgrounds. So I actually have... A, Danny a, Daniels? I have a La Barba Cigars phone background that Mr. Bellotto had sent to me many years ago. It's got, I don't know if you can see it, but that's eh, a little weird. But it's like like vintage Miami vibe. Oh, that's type of dope. Has Tony, Tony's little uh, motto there, underdogs Nick, run free. Do you want me to fire him or do you, you want to do that after we, we're done with the, the program? <laughs> we're gonna, we'll, have, we'll fly you in for that. Okay. I, you know, because I've been trying to come out there and visit you, but every time you're like, oh, I'm gone. I'm like, where are you? And you're yeah. like. This uh, summer. This end of the summer. All right. Yeah, out there. Yeah, he needs the Connecticut experience. And he might not want to go to Austin. But I don't think he's don't. cut out for Connecticut life. No, I'm not. Uh, I don't have Uggs or uh, I'm not a seafood bean, guy. Bean boots. Oh, bean yeah. boots, once, once you have like a lobster seafood? bomb, once you have a lobster bomb, you'll be good. Ask Mike at Small Batch. He'll tell you. Hot Mike? Hot, ugly Mike. You don't like seafood? I mean, I'll fuck up some. Uh, oh, I, for, I forgot about you. You got some crazy diet. You don't eat vegetables either, do you? No. Well, when I'm with Gus, um, I'll eat. Uh, um, vegetables just because I'm, I'm I'm afraid of him. Um, he's very intimidating. Yeah, feller. Uh, he's, but he's one of my he's one of my uh, probably the nicest guy I've ever met. Next to uh, yeah. oh, well, you and you and Skip are very very nice and generous too. But Gus, I mean, he opened up his home as much as Skip has too. Um, yeah, dude. That was the fucking man. Like when you picked me up in Esteli, you made me ride in the trunk, which I thought was a little weird. But you said you had your um a box of cigars in the passenger seat, so I couldn't sit up there. Were you blindfolded? That's when I picked him up, like in some side street behind the Pizza Hut, where he's just like wandering. Was he looking for table scraps? Yeah, and he's like riding Feet motorcycles and stuff. I mean, he's all over the map, dude. Yeah, We're that was to, I regret riding that more. Killed, you know what I mean? We're trying to keep him alive here. That was probably the best 18 days of my life. That's awesome. 
Yeah. I'm glad you had a good time. Um, have we talked to Gus lately? I did. I talked to him this morning. Can you put in a good word for me, for me? I feel like I might have pissed him off last time. I think I outwore my welcome. I mean, 18 days of this of me. Yeah, I mean, that's I couldn't. a lot to deal with you. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. Did he know yeah. how long he was going to be dealing with you? I know. I, right, he, I think I, you might have swindled him. I'll see what I can do. Just tell him, hey, Tyler really appreciates everything, and he's sorry he out, outstayed his welcome. Yeah. And uh, he'll never I'll ride a motorcycle again. Don't bring up – actually, don't bring up the motorcycle. I'm definitely going to bring up the motorcycle. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. what was I going to say? You're good. You're yeah, good. Gus is I, – I tried calling him, but it was on a weekend, and um, I left him a voicemail. Yeah. I should call he him told back. me I never want to speak to that kid again. Call him so. on the weekend. No, I'm, just, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'll put in a good word for you. Much appreciated. Um, all right, Nate. Nate, it's been a while since you've been on the pod. How you been? We, we talk weekly. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm uh, Tyler's venting outlet since he can't hang out at a bar by himself. Yeah, I vent to Nate about... Uh, you know, just stuff. Life, life gets in the way. You know, when you're cooped up in in Milwaukee in the dead of winter. Yeah, it's um, gonna be tough. It, dude. Ever since I lost the weight, man, I can't deal with this cold. Oh, I can't really? do it. Yeah, yeah, I can't do it. Huh? Trying to get to the heat. Go yeah. crush some ass. You're trying Have you to lose weight. Have you been losing more weight or what? Where you? At? Yeah, I'm. I'm at like two seventy five. Um, nice. When I was down in Nicaragua in March, I was about two ninety. Oh, great. So um, my highest was 420. <laughs> Spark up, bitches. Um, so yeah, light it up. Spark one up. Uh, so almost 150 pounds down. Dude, congratulations. What have you been doing? Uh, you been eating? Just staying away from the sugar, carbs? What have you been doing? Yeah, I've been, you know, the, uh, like, I, I eat the same thing every day. I, I eat a lot of uh, ground turkey. And I monster just, energy drinks. And Zero oh, calorie I, drinks. <laughs> Very cool. There it is. Who needs vegetables? There you go. No sugar. And I got a I got a new Red Bull fridge. Awesome, dude. You're really you're really making it happen, bro. Yeah. Um, keep Ty- it Tyler's now beginning to smoke more regular production cigars. Yeah, keep that's my up. thing. I'm done chasing uh, the Le's. Okay. After years of me badgering him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Yeah, except for these Paul Bunyans you sent me. Oh, speaking of that, <laughs> what are these other cigars you sent me? Or do you not want to talk about them? Let me see. Are they unbanded? Two are unbanded. I'm not and sorry. one of them looks like the Viso Horny. <laughs> I was kidding. One of yeah. them has... Uh, Thank you, your own cigar. <laughs> I'm not telling you, smoke them. I can just tell yeah. you they're... You want to know what those are? The two. There's two of them, right? There's uh, two unbanded and one has a band on it. Double Coronas? Yep. The double, the double Coronas are, the, um, are from the original run of the uh, Tab 142. So they're from the original, like, first uh, 100 sticks I made up. Oh, nice. And then Liga number one? Liga number one, that's, that's actually from a blend from 2015. So that was one of the, that was a blend I was working. It's actually Habano Ecuador. Ooh. Nobody's had that one. 
Um, that was before I started working on Well Wednesday. Is that using uh, the Olivas wrapper? That Habana? It is. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Franklin so wants to know. Got, that got six years on it. Oh, boy. Thank you, Nick. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. You got to punch Tyler in the face in order to get uh, a, a, a Paul Bunyan. Bunyan. Oh, can you tell a quick story about that? Something about a, a character named Rosenberg. Yeah, so I met um, I met Paul Rosenberg through a friend of mine in 2015 at our first trade show. Um, Paul is uh, infamously the manager for Eminem, and um, man, we just started talking at the first trade show. We must have talked for like a couple hours that first uh, meeting and, you know, Paul's a big time cigar smoker. He's, he's really, there seems to be some sort of connection between, um, you know, musicians, you know how musicians kind of want to be comedians and comedians want to be musicians. I think there's a connection between musicians and cigar smoking and they both want to be, you know, vice versa. So we just connected and then I just started um, over the next couple of years really getting into what Paul was smoking. He gave me some crazy list of, oh, you want to know who's calling me right now? Who? Hold on a second. Hey, Gustavo, I'm on, I'm on a live chat right now, so don't say anything weird. I'm saying, uh, I'm talking with your boy. You're live on, uh, you're live on Insta, uh, Facebook right now, so. Don't tell them, you know, don't say anything too crazy to them. Well, actually, you can. Look at all these guys. Gus, my man. Oh, my God. I miss you, man. Tyler missed you. He, he just literally said, hey, can you put in a good word for me with Gustavo? So, he, you know, I hope he doesn't uh, hate me. That means he wants to come down there and spend <laughs> two months with you, you know. So just get ready. He's excited. Oh, man. Poor Gustavo's been, you know, he'll take, he might take any company right now, right? After being in quarantine, after being in quarantine forever, you might actually take this kid on again. Tyler, did you leave some shoes here? Did you oh. leave some shoes here? <laughs> um, maybe. I don't remember. Oh, God. Yeah, he's got they were wide feet. You know, he's a size he's a size thirteen lengthwise and he's a size like eight widthwise. Can you believe this kid? Yeah. We're gonna put him on a uh he's actually gonna be riding a motorcycle down no, no. Minnesota down to <laughs> never no you should have seen his face. No, 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 no. I a Oh God. I can believe it. A cigar guy. Right. And yeah. then he, he wanted to, he, wanted to uh, he said he wanted to buy the tobacco green out of the field. <laughs> this sounds like Tyler. I'm not making this up. One day when you're talking to Junior, ask him. 
I'm going to ask him about that. Now, I'll tell you about my crazy friends. They hitchhiked down from the States in 2003 down to, where? down to Nicaragua to meet me in Nicaragua. Hitchhiked. Oh, my God. Through Central America. Then they ended up going to Costa Rica for some sort of gathering and then hitchhiked back. And then one of my friends got the scabies or something on his way back. He was like, you know, for, yeah, I have to tell you about that one. I got, my hippie friends hitchhiked around the whole country for like two years. Unbelievable. Yeah. They were actually spreading the word of the Lord. So, oh, it was a, uh, oh yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. these guys were on a mission. Oh, a hundred percent. Big time mission. Well, that's pretty cool. Though. Yeah. So um, can I hit you back? We're actually li uh, yeah, live streaming on. On. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about what you've been uh, wanting me to find out about. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, take care, Tyler. Gus, good to see you. Thank you. All right, my man. Take care. All right. Thanks, Gustavo. All right. Bye. That's yeah, the man, the myth, the legend. I, I, I put in a good word for you. Thank you. Uh, I am honored that <laughs> Gustavo is uh, blessed us on our on our podcast. Dom, we've made it. We got we got the great Gus Kura. Sure, that's when we're already number one. Right that's we're already a true number one. Legend, right there. A true legend in the game. That's a that's a real tobacco man, right there. The to tobacco the man. The tobacco man. What were we talking about before the cell phone background? Do you have a generic one, Nick? I find I that hard to believe. The, um, I use the um, the space one, the Earth. The Earth was back there. You know the Earth one, the Earth shot. All the cool stuff you have, you don't have your own that you created. I just got my phone upgraded, so I haven't Ooh. I haven't gotten there. Can so. we talk a little bit about um, your uh, your your art direction? There you go. Oh God, no. Oh man. You want to talk about art direction? Yeah, man. I, I think what you're doing with the with that that YouTube video, the the um seed to oh the seed to cigar, yeah. Yeah, all that stuff. I think you're doing a, a really cool thing with that. Can you you wanna Yeah, man plug that uh, a little bit or yeah, definitely. Um, you know, uh I ne I never really saw a seed to cigar video that was time lapse. You know, there's some great seed to cigar videos. They're definitely uh, a commitment to watch. Um, so I just, the, the thought of really seeing uh, the seeds growing in the seed beds, you know, being transferred to the field and then seeing the plants grow in the field. I think one of the coolest parts for me is seeing the tobacco in the curing barn, you know, go from green to yellow and then to being cured. So if, you know, anybody watching, check out our foundation YouTube channel, Seed to Cigar. There's a 10 minute short film. And then I, we, we kind of trimmed it down to also like a two minute version for all those that don't have much of an attention span. Um, then we did some cool videos on uh, Thief, which is our art director. We did a little bio on uh, the foundation art director who's from Esteli. His name is Alex Garcia. His uh, graffiti name is Thief Operandi. That was his street graffiti name. So that's a cool little piece. And then we, we actually started doing um, an animated series for uh, the Upsetters brand. Little fun uh, 
with an animated series. We're on actually series part four is going to be released this Friday. Mm. Um, so I have a great group of, of three artists that were, you know, Esteli is really known throughout the years for its mural art. Um, as you saw, Tyler, there's, you know, during the 70s, even the 60s, a lot of a lot of mural art. You know, Nicaragua was known as the land of uh, rebels and poets. So art, poetry has always been a really a great part of Nicaraguan culture. So there's always been that, that mural paintings there. Um, so these guys that I work with, they're actually called atoll, which means a mix of different styles. It's actually a dessert. It's a corn kind of uh, based dessert uh, throughout Central America known as a toll, but it also means a mix of different styles. So they're kind of a combination of traditional mural art and kind of modern day, uh, more street, street graffiti, street mural art. Um, so it's a nice combo, you know, and everything we do, I like to pay homage to, you know, really history and then also have more of a, you know, modern day, kind of feel to it if you kind of see that throughout foundations brands um we did a, a great music video called foundation by uh, my friends the reminders uh, we shot this this film with this video within we, it was amazing kind of what we did my friend sent me the video a couple of years ago in may i'm sorry the the track in may i listened to the track uh, my friends, the reminders wrote the track. They did the the beat, uh, all the music for it. Once I heard it, I said, "We got to shoot a music video, man. How cool would a music video be?" Um, the song's you know, catchy too. It's a good song. Um, they're great. I mean, they're incredibly yeah. talented. Um, if you haven't checked out the the music video, you know, I have so many different friends in the um, music industry, and there's a lot of people, you know. Paul Rosenberg is a great example of, you know, a lot of hip hop artists that I grew up with that a lot of them have really evolved into cigar smokers throughout the years and they're really into cigar smoking. So I never saw a hip hop video, you know, filmed at a cigar factory in tobacco fields. So it's kind of cool in that sense. And it really kind of captures the essence of what foundation is all about. I would love to be in the next music video. Just part of your, part of your posse, just sitting there like. Yeah, I tried to play my best Puff Daddy in that. In that. Yeah, you did good. Video. Yeah. I'll be Biggie, you be Puffy, and then uh, I'll just I think be. We like, tried doing a music video when you were in Estelle. We did a little. Street, yeah. Uh, well, I. You did a little Drake. You're doing a little. It Drake was Drake, yeah. yeah. Um, and it, I couldn't get it right. I was a little nervous. I did a couple outtakes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I caught you off guard there, you know. You kind of, yeah. you kind of clammed up a little bit. I did clam. It was wasn't my finest. Um, you know, if it was supposed to been like NWA, maybe I would have. That's your that's your speed. I mean, some songs I just they just you know like uh um, what the fuck is that song? Uh, one of the big not straight out of Compton, uh, gangster gangster. Like I have that whole song memorized. Like you hit me with that. All right, we'll have to do a TikTok with that. You know, we'll get you TikTok and say so you can. I don't, I don't know, know about TikTok. I'm, I don't know. I think you could pull it off, dude. TikTok, like lip syncing that one. I mean, you should try it. I think you could get TikTok famous pretty quick. No, they don't want to see some overweight guy in his early 30s. 
you know, you do. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Nate's getting up there. He's almost 30. Have you ever seen the movie Bad Santa? Yeah. It's a good movie. Don't tell me I look like the kid. Dude, you kind of look like the kid from Bad Santa. Or the older version, not the younger version. Um, All right. Uh, I, I Tyler, we're pushing it. You were pushing Joe Rogan podcast time here. That's fine. Well, it's getting uh, late on the West Coast, so Tyler, we should be uh, yeah, mindful. Yeah, I got like 10 minutes in me. Yeah. All right, we got 10 minutes. I got to go, um, go eat. Dom, you got any questions for Nate? Hopefully not. Uh, I could pull Nick, one up. I don't have any lined up, though. Nick, are you familiar with the Brunch Boys? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Um, the Brunch Boys is uh, me, Hot Mike from Small Batch, Nate and Dom. Zombie Killer. Zombie oh, Killer. Sweet. He's got we're more the, nicknames than. <laughs> yeah, we're the we're the Brunch Boys. That sounds like fun. That's because we fil- usually do our uh, a morning podcast that includes yeah. a couple mimosas. A couple oh, micheladas. A couple bloodies. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> I got so, a question for Nate. Top three movies all time. Top three movies all time. I'll go after Nate. Oh. Or you want me to go first? Wait, you already got them ready to go? I mean, I was going to say, I mean, I it's love Goodfellas. I love Dr. Zhivago, which is a throwback. Might not be familiar with unless you're a man of culture. Yeah. Uh, Todd's in the chat. Yeah. Is that a black and white name? <laughs> no, it's not. What's up, Todd? I can't think of the director, but he did. He did Doctor Shivago. He did Lawrence of Arabia. He did Bridge Over River Kwai. Yeah, Lawrence of Arabia is a great one. Lawrence of yeah. Arabia. All yeah. the uh, those Omar Sharif flicks. I might have actually seen Doctor Shivago. That one takes place during the uh, Bolshevik Revolution. Yeah, yeah. Actually, there's a scene that it's like they're they're smoking the last cigar in all of Russia. Really? Very, uh, yeah. Is yeah. it David Lean? Flick, but I mean, it, is it David Lean? Sure no. Here. Let's see. Um, mine number one is Pulp Fiction. That changed the way I look at uh, movies. It's kind of like like with cigars. Like my dad took me to go see Kill Bill in the theater, and he's like, um, "This, this, this is the first David Lean." The first time I ever saw a Quentin Tarantino film, he's like, you might not like it. And, uh, you know, but let's go see it. So after I saw Kill Bill, I went and watched every Quentin Tarantino movie I could, I could find. Kind of like how I got it with cigars. You know, you want to, you like a cigar and you want to try the tobacco that's in there and you want to try other, maybe other cigars that factory makes. That's kind of like what I did with cigars, what I did with movies. I'm like, I love this movie. What else, what else did he do? You know, so I went and watched all the Quentin Tarantino movies. So he's my favorite director. I'm also nice. a big fan of uh, David Fincher. Um, you know, Social Network, um, Seven. Um, Seven's a great movie. Yeah, he's done uh, uh, Girl with the Dragon Social Tattoo. Network. Well, I'm just saying the movies he's done. That is one of my favorite yeah. movies. Yeah. Uh, so Pulp Fiction, Social Network, and um, Lincoln great. Lawyer. Lincoln Lawyer. I don't know that one. Great Gatsby would be my third one. 
Not be, it's just, Dude, Godfather. I, I, How is Godfather not in any of these? Top I, I like three? I like Goodfellas better. And then one, I Godfather, my old one. Really one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Two? Are you kidding me? I love Great Gatsby. I can't help it. Yeah, it's a good one. Nick, your top three. I don't know. It's very difficult. Godfather is definitely up there. Um, Godfather Part Three, though. Mm, that's a crier. Dude, I love Godfather Part Three. <laughs> oh, I tried to watch that. Was not in the top three. But. I tried to watch that with Skip. I fell asleep. Listen, there's some very interesting stamina for that one. In that one, uh, propaganda, Dewey, Vatican. I mean, Immobilare. I'm, dude, come on. I'll tell you what, that chick is hot though. Um, dude, that's uh, that's the daughter of. Uh, yeah, she did yeah. Um, Lost in Translation. That's yeah. a good movie too. That is a good movie. Groundhog Sophia Coppola. Groundhog Day. Yeah. Groundhog's Day is a great movie. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I put it in top three, but comedy. Yeah. Uncle know. Buck. Uncle Buck's a good one. Uncle Buck's a, a good one. Step Brothers is a classic. That's a classic. I like the other guys too. Oh my God, the other guys. There's some. That one. That that's an underrated funny movie. As is the campaign. With Will Ferrell and Zach Gallagher. I haven't seen I the just, campaign. Uh, you got the campaign is hilarious. Like flew under the radar as a funny movie. Uh, Forty Old Virgin, that. I think, is one of the most quotable fucking movies ever. Hurting for a squirting. Oh my god. Um. All right, Tyler. Your ten minutes is up. Next all right, yeah. Super bad. Super bad. Great. Yeah, super bad's great. Dom went to school for film, and he doesn't know anything about film or movies. Well, hey, hey, I'll, I'll say UC Santa Cruz represent with Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Travolta was wearing that shirt. I love um, Shawshank Redemption. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Based on a Stephen King book. Is it really? It's actually, it's a it's Stephen King Short. novella. Novella. Yeah, yeah. It's Rita Hayworth in the Shawshank Redemption. Uh, Blazing Saddles we got in the chat. Uh, Clockwork it's, it's, Orange. Did you ever see City of God before? The Brazilian flick? No, does that have Al Pacino in it? No, dude. No. You're thinking of Apocalypto. Oh my god, Apocalypto is that that's a, that's Mel Gibson. That's that, a good movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. I mean, Passion yeah, of the Christ. <laughs> yeah, I mean he, that guy can direct a movie. Mel Jeez. Gibson was just in like a gag Christmas movie that came out. No, yeah. right that was oh, funny. That, that was, was interesting. Batman. I didn't yeah. watch it. But I haven't I seen it. it. Watch it. Watch it. it, it <laughs> Next Christmas. Yeah. I really liked Inglorious Bastards, too. That's a great... That's Yeah, the Tarantino stuff. I like... Uh, yeah. Django is a great one. Django. Um, the yeah, Hateful was Eight was okay. It was good, but... Yeah. Not a re- rewatchable. Um, Finding Proof. Nemo is definitely on. It's up there for me. I mean, I'm a big Finding Nemo fan. Uh, someone said ass to ass, so I assume they're talking about Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> no, they're talking about the human oh, centipede. Yeah. Human centipede. centipede. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nick, hey, uh, thank you so up. much. Nate, thank guys, you so much. Always fun. Always, always enjoy talking with you guys. We'll have part Let's, two uh, next we'll week, right, Nick? Part two. Part two. Yeah. 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 Send an email. Just yeah, send an email. It gets done, dude. You said it. See what happens when you send an email? Shit happens. Shout the out first to time Heather we the, for uh, hooking this up. I was talking to guys at work. I'm like, we got a we got a pretty big show tonight. We had to send an email to get this guy on. 
dude, I, that's how things get done. You know what I mean? If it happens on my phone, my phone is a disaster. I got a million freaking messages. I showed one of my buddies, you know, my phone a couple of weeks ago because we were hanging out. You know, I don't always respond sometimes. Well, and then he saw my phone and he was like, oh. Well, Foundation has 25,000 yeah. followers on Instagram. You have like almost 20 on your own personal one. You know, yeah, you, got it's very, you don't want to get left on red. Yeah. And you won't, you're like, Skip, you won't give me your personal number. <laughs> dude, that dude you didn't, didn't give you a personal man. number? Not yet. Oh, uh, I call it whack on that because he knows you're going to be calling him every second. <laughs> every, well, and you're moving to Austin? Unbelievable, dude. Is that, I don't know, man. Where's I'm that like guy a side at? chick. I got to hit him up in the day. Yeah, you're on, you're on the burner phone, dude. Yeah. So yeah. Nick, thanks guys. Yeah, I have yeah. his number. Let me post. Let me give it out right All now. All right, my man. Hey Nick, uh, thank you so much, man. Um, yeah, you're pleasure, really guys. you're really kind to me in, in Nicaragua. Uh, you and Nate um, are are kind to us, you know. And you got, I think you're one of the hottest fucking brands out there, man. So keep up the good work. Appreciate uh, you. Tyler Ruckstool said that Nate's looking yoked. Um, <laughs> what does and, that mean? Oh God. Swole. Uh, I don't want to even know. Gains two hundred. Gassing them up. He said, "Uh, yeah, stop, uh, stop, uh, juicing Nate. You know, hey, did we just had a good time chopping it up here on on, on the gram. Is that Tyler Ruckstall? Oh yeah, your boy. Smoke Is that rings. Tyler? The Tyler? That's the other Tyler? Yep. Yeah. You know, we're just chopping oh, it up. Boy. You know. Uh oh! Watch out. Charge it's it to the game. Tyler to the second yeah. power. That's dangerous. To have there's there's too many Tylers in the industry, here. man. <laughs> That's nerd Tyler. I'm cool. T I'm I'm probably funny Tyler. I'd probably go with that. You gonna go with funny Tyler? All right. Yeah. And then we got right. Tyler who works for CLE. We got okay. Tyler who oh, works yeah. for uh, Espinoza. Man, dude, doing big things. Tyler, man, bringing it man, back. Getting out there, man. Getting out there. Tyler Perry. I mean, it's crazy. Steven Tyler. Tyler the Creator. Tyler, the creator. We got Bofa. That's good stuff. Oh, no right, one fell for the Bofa. All right, guys. Uh, appreciate right, guys. the time. Night. Nick, Nate. 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 Roll. Yeah. All right, Thank guys. you so much. Keep those cigars on ice. I got to hey. pee really bad. Be good. Yeah. yeah.